Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 265. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Zanensky. Hello. Hey, here I am. And Jenny, you're back this week. Hi, Hi I welcome. Not for long. She's yes. here for a week, and well, then she's going back to have fun with Florida. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the only reason why I have a Saturday off is because I'm flying in a couple of hours. On a jet plane? Yeah. Which, Don't uh, know if I'll be back again. Yeah, I have to take, I was on the phone with my sister trying to figure out when I'm going to be going places because um, my parents asked my fiance to bring them to the airport, but they don't have room in their car for me. I agreed because I assumed Jan was coming with and I'm just driving four randos. <laughs> what the, okay. Yep, so that is I'm an a getting, plus. right, so I'm going to the airport with my sister and now she is going to be in charge of babysitting me after I take my anti-anxiety meds because my brain turns to sludge. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> can see why. that on air travel. I mean, there's been times where, especially the last couple of years, but anyway. Imagine having to manage yourself. Like, I used to have to travel by myself yeah. while taking these meds. I don't know how I made it to my destination in one piece. It's amazing what the human body can put up with for a short period of time. Yeah. It's Just like, like, wow, okay. I'm surprised I'm not dead. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to be drinking a Shell's Oktoberfest Mazen style Fest beer. Those are pretty good. I'm a big fan of Shell's because yeah. I like them as a company. Um, they're fighting with Sorry. the state of Minnesota about our ridiculous brewing laws and how Shell's is technically by a thousand barrels too oh, big. Is this the Castle Danger thing too? Yeah, mm-hmm. Castle Danger's right there too. Castle Danger and Shells are both about a thousand barrels over the state legal limit for being considered a microbrewery. Didn't this finally get changed? They're fighting with it. The Republicans decided that they wanted to fight about it. But like recently, I just started seeing Castle Danger like crawlers again in the cities, and I, I really thought like something had finally changed. Oh, so the thing is, yes, now they can sell them in different sizes. However, they cannot sell them at the brewery itself. They have to have a building across the street. Awesome. That sounds really efficient and good. Yeah, it's really stupid. And so, yeah, they they got everything through most of the way. And then on the 11th hour, a bunch of Republican senators that, like, were on their side decided to 180 because, I don't know, the Koch brothers probably got pissed about it or something. I don't know. Checks out. Yeah. Uh, So, anyway, yeah, Shells is just trying to make the world a better place, and they make great beer. So, here I go, trying to open this up. With my bottle opener. That was the closest Oktoberfest to the checkout when I went to Total Wine a couple weeks ago. But I've had a couple, and it's tremendous. Uh, while Ryan's sampling that, I have mm. a I have the last Nordeast. Really good. And it's it's good. It's Nordeast. Yeah. I also have water because recovering. It was my yes. birthday yesterday, and I got fed a lot of cake and Capri Sun. Not a lot of booze. That's Which good. was great. That's I actually had good. a fantastic morning. but It's just a dietary recovery. Yeah. Which is not what I'm used to. We uh, so we went to Rush, Moscow on the Hill. Yes, super that good. Phenomenal laptop. They have yeah, it was like a laptop from when we were in high school. Yes, <laughs> that's like running their entire the reservation system. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there, I did. We just had their appetizers. Yeah, and it was like forty bucks, including a martini or nice. not a martini, martini, a white Russian. Um, Very good. The yes. dude abides. But. Um, yeah, no, I we had borscht, and we had a, basically a bunch of various Eastern European styles of empanadas and latkes, and it was fantastic. 10 they out of 10. really like dill. Yeah, well, it's Eastern Europe, so dill. Not I a do of dill. too in some capacities, but others I really don't like it. 
If it's I overdone, just... like a little bit on, like a dill pickles are great on things. Well, but... what I like about their dill is that it's on the sauce, so you can like eat stuff without the dill. Oh, so it's like cilantro to Chipotle. Yeah. Exactly. They, like... they did have a lamb and pinata where the um, lamb was mixed in with dill, and I just gave that to Ryan because I was like, <laughs> mm-mm. Lamb, I really like with mint jelly. It, I, it worked really well. It, okay. It, I, I, did, if you Janet, like dill, Jan just it was... totally hates dill. It, like, it was a really good flavor combination. I just don't like dill. That's fair. Yeah. That's like when I go to Amazing Thailand or any other Thai restaurant, really. I mean, it's just like, I You're understand like, this that this is food. tremendous food, <laughs> but I don't like it. Yeah. It's just some combination. So It's very rare to find a good Thai restaurant in the state of Minnesota. Like, it took us years to find a good one. Um, I know you mentioned you had found one. Yeah, Thai Garden was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, we actually watched Hocus Pocus 2 last night. Ah, uh, the Disney Plus exclusive. Mm-hmm. It is as good as the original Hocus Pocus. Uh, which I thought was okay. But, I mean, like, everybody's all, like, gung-ho for the original. The, my but, main issue with it is it's not available on Laserdisc, and the original is. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, and that but, was an expensive Laserdisc. I um, bought that by request, and it... Yeah, it people want it. Pricey. If yeah. you ever find the never-ending story on Laserdisc, I'm looking for that one. Okay. I usually search specifically by movie. But yeah, it Blue probably Hawaii exists. Too, Blue yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, Blue it's, Hawaii. It's, it's an Elvis, Elvis Presley movie. It's, it's so good. It's so awful. It's so good. I was gonna say that. It's, it's so bad. It's so good. Bollywood. It, like it's, not Bollywood. It, yeah. The B movie. You know. Yeah. No. It, well, I mean, it, it yeah, pretty yeah, much no, is a Bollywood it's, movie. Bollywood movies are very similar in style to how that movie is. Which okay. is like, so good. Like there's just like. He happens to be a musician, and that's why there's singing bits in it. Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's like... i got to work this in somehow. It is basically, the movie is it is a medium, so you can have shirtless Elvis Presley driving an MG. I kind of figured. They, is, they started with a conclusion, and they worked their way yeah, to the beginning. They're like, oh, yeah. what is this movie for? And this feature. Okay, how are you going to work this in? It's the best movie to <laughs> drink, like, mid-century tiki rum drinks Excellent. and just enjoy. Yeah, right. it's, it's a very, very good movie. I, and it's you like, have to it's, have alcohol to enjoy it, though. The, the laser disc is nine bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like you're fine. They're either 10 or they're 50. It's yeah. like there's... It, it's, it's a cheap laser disc. Nobody really wants it. And it's such a wacky, like, it's so bad. It's, it's literally so bad it's good. Yeah. We were just talking about the the fabulous night with Beverly Laughlin, yeah. that Aubrey Plaza movie. She wasn't the main main character, I guess, but it was so weird. But yeah, it reminded me of a Wes Anderson movie, yeah. or like yeah, yeah. it's just like I don't know I really, really what I saw, that. and like it's normal, but it's really not. And like I don't know what decade it's set in. When I saw that uh, Corolla at the gas yeah. station, I'm like, this is like a '94. Or yeah. newer, and it's got damage, so this thing's yeah. at least a year old. Yeah, so I'm like, so it's at least ninety five. <laughs> but they had that Corolla wagon that was super cool, and I'm just like, the, the storyline of the movie is just wacky. It's, it's this this waitress leaves her husband to go to a hotel to find a Scottish folk singer who's touring the countryside and falls in love with him. That's the story. Well, they were already in love in a past life. Yes. It's amazing. It's so weird. But you don't really know for sure. Like, it's... Oh, and it had Jermaine. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. It's it's Craig Robinson. It's Matt Berry, Aubrey Plaza, and I can't remember who the... There's some other people in it, but, like, those are the three lead characters. It's, like, totally star-studded, and it's just, like... It's such a weird movie. Aubrey Plaza does all these movies where she just, like, wants to do them. Yeah. And that's they're how fantastic. they, yeah, and they're great. They're they're better for it because she just does wacky movies. Yeah. You also, like, yeah, she is. And the outfits in that movie, mega primo. Yeah, the outfits are amazing. Like Craig Robinson wearing a, a kilt. <laughs> it's just amazing. 
<laughs> anyway, I don't mean to dwell on that movie too much, but it's worth a watch if you like Aubrey Plaza. Before we get into topics, patreon.com forward slash carbitrage on this super cool handcrafted website, you will find three open-ended levels of support starting at a buck a month that help us pay hosting costs and provide beer for our mouth holes. Patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. All right. Anyway, well, Ryan, you've got the I first do. one today. So uh, the there is a huge event called the Haltech Nationals. There's um, coming up. It's a big drag racing thing, and in preparation for it, uh, there's been like a lot of research on like the fastest Hondas in the world. So the Honda Center, which is a Instagram that's just like covers Honda drag racing, they released the top ten fastest um, front wheel drive Hondas in the world. Good God. And it's, uh, there's, I, I'm looking at this list and there's a few takeaways here. Um, first off of the 10 places, one, two, three, four, five of them are, are Puerto Rican. And then the other two are other various Caribbean, South American or Mesoamerican countries. Um, and two of them are Ameri- are United States Americans. And actually the one of those United States Americans is a Puerto Rican American team, ah. uh, which is like even better. <laughs> Just at a convenience and location. It, it's like Puerto Ricans that are like from New York, okay. as opposed to like <laughs> island Puerto Ricans. Um, yeah, we, we sort of left physically, but not really. And uh, my another really interesting takeaway is of the ten spots, only one of them is running a K series. I saw that. The rest of them are B series, yeah, which that's... is wild. Uh, and if you're wondering, if you're thinking, "Wow, from fastest front wheel drive Hondas in the world," you're thinking like these must be like you know, 10-second cars or something. No. And you're like, okay, maybe they're like 9-second or 8-second. No. Uh, the slowest car on the list runs a 792 yeah. at 192 miles an hour. Um, it's also interesting that none of these are in the 200-mile-an-hour uh, club. Yeah, um, and there's one in there that's only trapping 186. Yeah, that's insane because that means that's all front-end. So, it, like, that's a really, really, really good launch. Yeah. Because it used to be... When you'd see these Hondas, you'd see them run like a, you know, nine, eight second quarter mile at 200 miles an hour. Yeah. But oh, now, they're just back half in it. It's, yeah. yeah, you back half like crazy. <laughs> but um, these are like, no, they're getting out of the hole quickly. And so that's why I think it's really interesting. The fastest in the world right now, I'm sure everybody's wondering, is uh, 7.693 seconds at 188 miles per hour. Uh, his front wheel drive car. Yeah, and his <laughs> fastest... Um, his fastest mile per hour speed was actually 199, so just shy of the 200 mile an hour. Range. Oh, yeah, a little, but, little bit more boost. Yeah, but still, <laughs> th- that's really, really, really cool. I'm just, I think it's just really, really interesting, um, because like you know, beyond like the whole, oh, Hondas are slow, Hondas are this, Hondas are that. I just think like the amount of effort it takes to make a fuel miser do some wacky stuff like that mm-hmm. is just crazy, and. I've been, like, doing, like, a lot of, like, introspection on, like, how I view cars and what I'm interested in because I've, as we know, I've been getting more into hot rods and stuff in, like, the last, like, couple years. We have noticed that. I've noticed that the reason I like hot rods is the same reason I like Hondas, and that's why I was never super jazzed on, like, the import, like, supercar, or import muscle cars, like, Supras and stuff like that. Like, they're cool and stuff, but, like... You know, I, I never, like, as much as I love Cressidas, as much as I love, you know, NSXs and everything, none of them really captured me the same way that front-wheel drive Hondas did. Mm-hmm. And, like, I also have, like, an inordinate hatred for the S2000. I think this is part of it. Um, 
but all like, things we've discussed recently. In yeah, fact. yeah, and it's like <laughs> it, it really it's doing the stuff with Hondas is very similar to like how people like went fast with hot rods like yeah. in the fifties. It's it's a lot of the same thing because going fast with a muscle car is different than going fast with a hot rod because the hot rod you have to build the whole thing from the ground up. Muscle car, it's like kind of just there. For yeah, there's you. no platform there for you for this. Yeah, like the muscle car, you're just or like the Supra, you're just like, okay, here's a larger turbocharger and some fuel injectors, and now I just need to work on my driving. This one's like, okay, I need to get this engine out of this car, put it into this chassis, do all this crap to this chassis. Like, yeah, it's more effort, but like, you need the head off of this one, need the cams out of that. I yeah, mean, it's more effort, but it's like, it's, I'm just like, I'm way more interested in that. I just think it's much more, much, much more fascinating because like, it's, it's just. And the yeah. combination's fascinating, too. I mean, like, a lot of these are running, like, billet four-speed transmissions now and stuff like that. Yeah. Where, like, these didn't exist yeah, you know, 10, exactly. 15 years ago. Yeah, Like, they're, like, purpose-made, like, machined, like, transmission housings. Yeah. But, like, it, it, and that was, I think, to my understanding, that was one of the biggest things. Like, the transmissions just couldn't take it. Yeah. That, well, that was a part of it. It was the transmissions and also the suspension. Um, there's a lot of dialing in the suspension because the tire technology has been there. Mm-hmm. And there was like a period of time where the tire technology was caught up, but nothing else was. So sure. you'd break everything. You'd be able to take all the power and everything yeah, yeah, to break. Yeah. And then they were able to get the power down onto the tires, but then the suspension couldn't handle it. And then you just sit there and you just like bounce the front end yeah. off the ground. Um, <laughs> Wheel hop is no one's friend. Yeah, exactly. So like figuring out how oh, to like make, God goodness damn it, sake. another fucking, ah. it's a bee. but um, I didn't, I thought that all be dead. Cause we had no, a, it's not a bee. Uh, anyway, I could hear that in the microphone. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, brief, brief hiatus while the bee flies around. Oh, jeez. No, it's not bee. It's a wasp. Not really. It's not actually a honeybee. It didn't. Jeez, it didn't look Christ, like dude. a wasp. It smells fear. <laughs> oh no. Oh, there he is. Oh, this is very good. Anyway. It's uh, about me now. It's fine. <sighs> what was I going to say? Uh, the suspension, wheel hop. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, so now we finally <laughs> be able to like, work out the suspension and everything. Um, you actually have these cars like making these huge gains in speed, which I think is just fascinating. And also, a lot of these Hondas are still faster than, like, overwhelming majority of Supras. It, yeah, I mean, I saw that at TX2K. Like, the, the number of cars that were even running mid-8s? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Even GTRs, like, those were having trouble breaking into the 7s. Yeah, and, like, I mean, like, when you get them, like, going, like, yeah, they're great. You know, like, also, sure. yeah, like, sure, I guess you're technically right, like... But these are still running, like, 1.8-liter B-series engines. Like, they're Yeah, they're that's kind de- of the thing. Like, this is, like, it, it, like, building this is, like... I don't know, it's like going fast with like a Ford Y block or something. Right. As opposed to like it's just cool. Yeah. As opposed to having this like purpose built like Hemi. Like now you have this like it's effectively an engine that you can still find in a junkyard and you've just made it cool and fast. So Well, I mean the B and the K kind of apply to that too. I mean yeah. they're not special engines in that sense. Exactly. Like, there are billions of these damn things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, Maybe not billions, but hundreds of millions. Yeah, there's hundreds of millions for sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just think they're, they're absolutely uh, fascinating. I love them. So yeah, I'm really excited to see the news that comes out of this. I'm not going to watch all of it because I'm me, but I will 
absolutely be interested in the news that comes out of uh, the Haltech uh, World Cup. It is even more finals. fascinating than the uh, the all-wheel drive because there's yeah there's EGs yeah uh, EG right that uh, run like the all-wheel drive setups and like those are in the mid sixes. Yes, but. The front-wheel drive one, like I feel like there's more finesse to it, and there's, therefore it's more interesting. Another thing that's also interesting about this is all these cars are actually street legal-ish. Right. Other than like the one-gallon fuel cell, you could potentially use yeah, it. Yeah. No, like they're not like tube <laughs> chassis or anything. They're right. not front half. They're so, just like, gutted. Yeah. They're like yeah. Like it's effectively a car. Like you could bring this car back to stock. Yeah. Without a problem. Yeah. Like you can just like throw no cutting. Right. Yeah, you can throw the headlights on. You can throw an interior in it. Take off your fiberglass one-piece front clip. Put yeah, the fenders put back on it. Put on your it. fenders and your front bumper and your hood. Yep. And you're good. And yep. you now have a effectively a car. Well, I mean, if you didn't care about your ETs too, like you you could leave the powertrain as is, put a bigger fuel cell in it, and yeah. then drive it. To your yeah. point. So yeah. Exactly. Like I think that's really cool. Because also another thing is with a lot of these super fast GTRs and Supras and stuff, they're also like front half and. Like they did a bunch of ridiculous right. work. Also, the car's ruined. Yeah, like so. it's the car's like totally turbo fucked. It's never been back to normal. I'm like this one's like it's an EG. Nobody cares. Like correct. Put an interior in it. However, yeah, how many on that list were EGs? It was most they were, of them. There was an EK hatch, an EK coupe, whatever the EJ8, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's like two EKs and then the rest were EG chassis like fifth generation seven. when i think of fast honda that's what i think it's so EG. yeah <laughs> that's exactly it but yeah very interesting very fun very cool hall tech is australian mm-hmm. that's cool they are is that series in is it global or is it just in one country it takes place uh to english town new jersey okay cool yep fair enough all right all right all right okay so people like us mm-hmm. have a problem with cars we yes. have too many cars we find cars that we want like that mini bronco too we found a couple weeks ago yes the problem is always storage, mm-hmm. and in the case of us, we live in a very densely populated part of St. Paul, Yes, where so you can you're kind of limited by footprints. Yeah, you can only go up. I think I have found a solution. And what is your solution? So, Carvana. Yes, I've always considered oh. selling my Fiat to them. Because they constantly contact you, which yeah. is something they're known for, and during the pandemic peak years of 2020 and 2021, they were doing really, really well, because that was the only way people felt comfortable buying and selling cars. My yep. mother bought one from a vending machine. And that's kind of where I'm getting at with this story. Right now, Carvana is in serious legal problems and oh, financial yes. problems because nobody's buying their stuff and they are a huge proponent of those robocalls and spam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking is you just go get one of these foreclosed car elevator thingies, yeah. have it moved somehow to your house, and then problem solved because this is going to be pennies on the dollar. Because they've yep. also been selling cars and not giving the owners the new title. Correct. There's oh, been that's a lot. Curse. Oh yeah. Oh, there's we been found so a much, lot of issues with like, that. They've remember like, last year we, we talked about them selling stolen cars. Yes, yeah, yeah. stolen oh, cars. No. Yeah. The um, they don't always issue the license plates. Like there's like they've done everything wrong. Yikes! But and I don't as know how they like, continue to exist. The vending machines do function because they're built by a non-Carvana company. So yeah. you can you can fit uh, uh, several cars in there, and you can look at them. Um, I'm guessing your paint will fade pretty substantially if you have single-stage paint. Uh-uh. Or the UV-coated no, you just, glass? You just need to tint the glass. You can get UV tint. Oh, that'll be perfect. This you is can the actually ideal get clear growth. UV tint, which I think is even cooler. I need to get that on the windshield of most of my cars. I'm going to be doing that with the Buick. Like, just, like, because I hate tinted windows on most cars. Yeah. Like, my van's the only thing that's getting tinted. Everything else, like, give me a visual. Sure. 
and I'm going to do clear UV tint on all of them because it looks great. Is it like clear, clear? Or is it like 85%? It is clear, clear. Okay, nice. Yeah. Very it good. is slightly, like if you hold up the clear UV tint to like untinted, yeah. it's slightly blurrier to look through. Sure. So like if you're like looking down the block, like a stop sign won't be as clear. But it's a like color rendering index more than it is obstruction of light. It, no, yeah, it's just, I think it's just blurry because you have a film. Ah, that's I the see. thing. Yeah, it's just the medium that you have to look How through. How dare you? Yeah, it's just the it's just by the basis of there was a film in your way. Yeah, sorry, my but yeah, no, that actually be brilliant. How many cars do you think those hold? I would say this 20. one looks like yeah, it looks like five on each side, so five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Yeah, twenty. Okay, yeah. and I assume you could detach it from the garbage building on the bottom too. So yeah. Yeah, so that'd be we great. just stick that on top of our garage and it's, call it good. Well, tomorrow. I think you just replace your garage with this, oh. and then you just scrape off the Carvana littering on the top, or leave it, whatever. But like, I see these; they exist. I feel like scraping off the Carvana lettering would be like removing the E machines and never obsolete sticker off their computers. Fine, from like we the leave 2000s. the Carvana sticker yeah, on. You need or, to leave that on there. That's a failed sticker. Yeah. Wow, the people driving that C8 were older than sand. Yeah, no, they look like they like went to school with Zora Arkastuntov. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to support him while he's gone, but well, his car I, he is was not... a friend of mine when I was in high school, and I needed to support him. I had a art, I had a art on flatbed. I'm a General Motors boy. I fought uh, in World War One. I. I remember being loyal to a company that doesn't care about me too. It was great. I've decided I'm, I'm not... going to put a Jimmy Carter sticker on my Buick. Do it. I liked having the Bill Clinton sticker on my A34. I, I don't think I've ever been super loyal to any brand. The closest I was was the Honda, and that was just specifically four cars. I'm yeah, loyal no, to well-engineered products. I've never been brand loyal to anything. Because, yeah, every time I've like even considered it, like they've done some like like horrendous shit. Or they were terrible in the past. Yep. Like, I, I, I'm, like, as much as I like Fuji Heavy Industries, I can't be loyal to them. No. No, they yeah, no. There are many reasons. Miles, I guess I could be a little bit. All right, but they got that Ford Interlink and all that other junk. Yeah, it's no, like, well, it was more Toyo Kyogo I was thinking of. I'm pretty loyal to Toyota, but... Toyota was actually okay. They but did have a couple of years. They weren't around during World War II, so. Well, there you go. Also, Honda wasn't, but Honda did stupid shit after that. <laughs> Toyota does keep it in the family. I guess I could be almost brand loyal to Toyota. I mean, I recommend them fairly often. Corey's coworker, the one that took the Mazda back, finally found an XSE manual. Perfect. Yeah, that's Got what it. I mean. Yep. So Are that's, they happy? Yes. Good. Yep. That's the car they should buy. They apparently found it listed for sale. With like an insane dealer market adjustment. Yeah. So he's like, you just sell it to me for this on trade, and then you can sell my Civic for whatever you want. And they're like, okay. So then they just took the Civic in and marked that up like crazy instead. So sure. I'm like, yeah. all right, great. As long as you ended up with the XSE manual, I'm fine. Yeah, happy, happy camper. So anyway, that car is fantastic. And if you guys need a good daily and don't want an electric vehicle, go get a Corolla XSE hatch with a manual. Also, imagine wanting a good daily that's not an electric vehicle. I know, and it's getting harder and harder to recommend that kind of stuff. But right now, we're, and th well, this is a topic later in the episode too, where I do want to talk about charging infrastructure and like what that actually means for somebody yes. getting into an EV. But we'll. Well, in the meantime, yeah. what are words for? Because 
no one listens anymore. Correct. And GM just names don't have meaning. Nope. And so, all right, the Chevy Trax. Mm-hmm. Do you, what is a Chevy Trax? It is a what? Like it's a Sonic based, so like an it's A segment a, yeah. micro car that they like pumped up with a bike pump. Yeah, it's a to look it's like a, a small mini crossover. Daewoo shitbox mm, small crossover thing. Yep. It's yeah. the smallest form factor they could possibly fit. Like it comes a with a manual, shape. but the manual's front wheel drive only. I didn't even know you could get that with a stick. I. When Randy Stern test drove one when they yeah. first came out, yeah, that was my first question. Huh. And he goes, "Yes," and I go, "That's cool." I'm like, "Can you get it with four, with all wheel drive?" And he goes, "I don't know." And I looked it up, and <laughs> you couldn't. Oh, um, I mean, that's kind of been the case with the CX five and three and all that kind of stuff too. But yeah, but I mean, still. Anyway, yeah, it was like a small shitty truck. Well, now it is larger than a Trailblazer for the next generation because so, words don't matter right now. Chevy's got. The Trailblazer, the Trax, the Blazer, the Equinox, the Traverse. Like you have five different crossovers that all look exactly the same. That they're the same size. Yep. I don't get it. I don't know what's different between them. I especially. I mean, the, the Traverse. I guess the three row, but like everything else is just a, a two row useless. Well, not only that, thing. like. They're competing against each other now for market share because you, yeah, they're yeah. cannibalizing each other's sales. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. So stupid. I, I, but also, like, I want to know why. What happens when somebody lives in the city and feels the need to have a truck? I, well, they go to Mexico, they get dual citizenship, and then they order the Ram three hundred or whatever. I guess, but I mean, like, <laughs> like, like, or they stay here and they go buy a CX three. Or True. they go buy a Ford. What's this? not not the EcoSport? They killed e- that one. Yeah, the EcoSport's gone. Um, what is their? Oh, um, well, it's not the Maverick. That's a pickup. Um, what the is their smallest? The Escape? I, I, I guess yeah, the Escape or Bronco Sport. Yeah, they, they buy that. Is the Bronco Sport bigger or smaller than the Escape? I don't know. I care. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that you stopped between no and care. Like I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> um, or they go buy a. Mitsubishi of sorts. I don't know. Like I just, it doesn't mean like this is stupid. Well, now. it's just not small anymore either. Like, like the only this... thing, the only thing that had going for it is that it was small, small. and it was cheap. Is the the Buick version? I forget what they even called that thing. Is that also going to this Probably. platform? The big stupid I assume. thing. Okay, so I really don't like micro crossovers, but to your point, at least they're small. Yeah, and, like they're so small that the frontal area is actually. They get reasonable efficiency. So, like, okay, oh, if you're going to get one, one, just... No, she doesn't. She, oh, she's got HRV, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The new HRV is so melty. It's, so, it's bad. It fits yeah. her. <coughs> Sorry. She went to Carlson Business School. Ah. She works at Target Corporate. It's very bland. Got she it. She has two beige dogs. Oh, my God. This person is paste. Vanilla paste. Um, And she's Korean, so it's funny. So it's very funny because no, she's... it's super funny because like you look at you you see like see a list of Janice's personality traits, yeah, and you see a list of Julie's personality traits, and then you just You're look at a, a fo- photo, of both a photo of, of both of them. You have to match the photo to the person. You would totally one eighty it. Guess like, who? You would get not correct answers. Exactly. And then my favorite part about uh, Janice's sister is that like so she's like clearly just like capitalist like girl boss like doing her thing. Sure. And she's. Like, bought a house with her boyfriend who is a, like, not socialist, communist chemist. It's amazing. He's so cool. 
<laughs> he's I just, love them both so much. Like she's so vanilla, and he's just like I guess compensating. Like, <laughs> right? He's just wild. I love it. It's him. great. Um, he he listened to a podcast about uh, Korean politics and tried God. to mansplain Korean mm. politics to her. Hey, what? It wasn't mansplaining because I saw what he was saying. He was just very excitedly telling her okay. about what he had just learned, okay. assuming that she didn't know. And she's like, I, I know. He's like, I know you know, but I need to continue telling this because I'm very excited and need to tell they someone. They got it into a little, a little tiff about it because my sister's like, I was at the DMZ at two years old. I think I know a little bit about Korean right. politics. Right. I'm like, I understand that in hindsight and to somebody that wasn't there, this is fascinating, but also yeah. you're kind of opening old wounds, so maybe stop for right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like we were... We're both raised very aware of the political situation in Korea because we've got some really close family friends that yeah. escaped Korea. So it's like... Also, mm. also <laughs> her dad's Hank Hill, so he's like very capitalist. So I absolutely love the existence of Patrick and being the way he is. And he's like the I most successful person. can't those interactions. In the, he's like the most successful person in the entire family and he's a communist. <clears throat> it's amazing. So you, he has no grounds to hate on him. Yeah, like, no. like everybody can talk all the shit they want, and it's like, okay, well, you have your cousins who are workaholics, and they basically subsist off their mother, or mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. your daughters, one of which went to Carlson Business School, and she's actually doing just fine, um, or your other daughter, that's Jana, and she's doing just fine, given the circumstances. And my five other sisters. <laughs> and then, like, all the other, like, capitalist sisters, like, the ones that are, like... Lib- more, the more liberal sisters are the ones that are more successful than the ones that followed down the dad's path more. Interesting. It's very amazing. Strange. <laughs> no, I, no, all I my can't sisters put two are two together there. Label, but... uh, liberal. No, all of them. Yeah, all oh, of them. That's interesting. Except for Carrie, but Carrie's you not also have the one that lives father. in Iowa, though. She is so liberal. She stopped talking I, to my father. I guess I had just assumed <laughs> that she was conservative because she chose to live in Mike Huckabee State. Oh. No, they, she just runs the Ames, Iowa public relations for the lab, library system. Hmm. That's why I assumed. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so... Um, yeah, so words don't matter to Yeah, word, words don't matter They're Chevy. like, why would you do this? Like, well, we have this name trademarked. Yeah, literally. There you go. That's it. But they have other ones. So I'm thinking, all right, this is a mid-sized crossover. Yeah, so what it doesn't they really make any sense. I guess it's a little bit cheaper than what the Blazer It better would be. be. But, like, is the Blazer bigger than the Trailblazer? I, can't, I don't know. I don't know. Why do they have both? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a good name that they could have given the Equinox, this. too. It's just... I, I mean, they could call it a Captiva. Yeah, that was a Chevy product. Yeah, that was a shitty mid-sized Chevy, a Captiva. And you know what? It was a Captiva import. <laughs> yes, it was. And uh, also, uh, Saturn View. if you go back to Chrysler, naming things... It's not my phone, I don't think. What is that hissing? It's, oh, it's jam. GSM interference. Okay. Sorry. Um, but uh, that... Uh, Fucking! <laughs> oh, sorry. I know. I lose my train of thought really easily. Um, I am so sorry. Yeah, Jan- <laughs> but was shit? What was I saying? It's the oh yes. Yeah. No, we're having to listen to that now. I've just ruined the whole fucking podcast. Other names that we can name the tracks. But um. Oh yes. Naming conventions. Yes. So Chrysler has proven that you can name things off after like shitty mid two thousands crossovers very successfully because they did they did that with the Pacifica. Yeah. Yes. Similarly, names don't fucking matter. Correct, because the new Pacific is actually good. Well, I think the thing that's brilliant about it is it's a good name. Mm-hmm. 
and the old one was so meh and terrible. Nobody, nobody remembered. Nobody remembers the Captiva at all. It's because you see one, you're you like, oh, not, that's a second gen Saturn view, which you've it is. You've not thought of the Captiva until now. Try like out. literally, no, I'm like just a listener. You've, Correct. I guarantee you've not thought of most one until of them. Now. Probably don't even know that it exists. You're probably googling it if you're not driving, or you are when you're driving. You own a Tesla, and you can just do or some stuff like that. Duck, duck, go. Yeah, but like <laughs> you're looking it up. And now you're looking at this weird Daewoo thing. That now came open in a like, new tab and yeah. then open second generation Saturn view. You're welcome. They're very different. Looking no, they are identical vehicle. It is the exact same car. Same lights, same everything. It is the same vehicle. Oh, yeah. yeah no, it's actually the exact same vehicle. It is the yep. exact same vehicle. I, I just want to say that Saturn went out of business and they just had a, a production line that they needed to amortize. So they're like, just put some Chevy badges on this and call I it the Captiva. Oh, it, it, actually, the Captiva has a a wildly interesting, very cursed reason for existing is it was similar to the Trax, actually. This is actually why I would actually name it the Captiva. Okay. Because the Trax was designed by Daewoo to be a crossover for South Korea. Okay. And they just brought it to America. And that's exactly what they did with the Captiva, except instead of having the mandate be for South Korea, they gave the mandate of South Korean Daewoo designers designing a truck for America, a country in which they've never been to. America's not a country. United States of America. Thank you. But <laughs> a bunch of people in South Korea that work for Daewoo, a yeah. company no, that I was known for doing quality last. <laughs> if at all. If there's time, yeah. last. Like, quality was last. And they're like, we need you to design a truck for America. And they're like, they had to Google where the United States was. <laughs> I mean, what did people drive here? What did roads look like? They're like Google Maps. Like, no, no, no. What they did it. is they went on GeoGuessr. <laughs> yeah, they went on GeoGuessr. And it was like... They ended up designing something that was actually really great for, like, Bulgaria, but, like, nowhere else in the world. <laughs> but, yeah, th this would be a really good second-generation Captiva. Yes, I agree. This should yeah, be this called should the be Captiva. The, this should be called the Captiva. We will That'd henceforth refer to the second-gen tracks as the Captiva. Yep, there we go. All, All right. right. Oh, sorry, I had the notes not pulled up there. Oh, amazing stuff. All right, what have I got next? Going on in the car world. Oh, oh, oh man. I hate doing this to all of you guys, but I have to. Let me so, guess, is there another great European EV that I want badly and can't get because America's stupid and yes. everything needs to be a size of a Model S? Yes. So there's another adorable, like, French-level cute, teeny-tiny, bright yellow EV with a cute face. Not bright yellow. That we probably won't. I haven't confirmed we're not getting it, but it's a 30.4 kilowatt-hour microcar EV that is adorable, and it's got these, like, buttressed, like, super bulldog stance wheels. Like, uh, Mike was like Mike Wazowski's cousin. Look at this little guy. Oh, my God. It comes in lavender. It looks like a second-gen Twingo that just, like, is sucking its gut in to try to look more. Well, who makes this? Uh, it's called the E-Wave. I don't know. He wave He's X. He's got two big feet. It's oh my goodness. His feet are too big. He's a good color. I know. Yeah. It's like he didn't grow into his body yet. It's like um, a kitten with like, big mittens. It looks yeah. like the dinosaur from the Wiggles. I haven't yes, seen does, that. Yeah. But um, or Littlefoot. So ego e. It's, it looks it's, like Littlefoot. It looks like a turp. It's made by Ego. Yeah, it's called the E Wave X. But yeah, like I said, it's over thirty kilowatt hours, and this thing can do. It's pretty good. Pretty good range. Look how chunky the wheel stands. Look at this. It's just ah, I love it. It's Seriously, a, the stance reminds me of like a Renault motor. Clio V6. Dorothy the dinosaur. Yeah, that is Dorothy. The yes, with fog lights. Dorothy the dinosaur with fog lights. Yeah, the, this uh, camera facing us is facing uh, my butt. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, the glass window for the case fell. That's what bumped it. 
Oh, okay. Sorry, video viewers, uh, if there are any of you. Uh, uh, I'm just trying to. I just so it's made by a company. Ego. So next, Ego Mobile SE. Look at this. I'm looking up who it's, this it's company. It's even an aluminum frame. I could drive this in the winter, and it's not going to rust. Oh. Oh, and oh, did I mention it's also rear wheel drive, <gasps> like the Honda E. That's really good. So they're really just trying to stab us. In the yeah. Back. Yeah. Exactly. Like, hey, but doesn't it look French? All the it design language. So it's good. it's uh, it German. Comes in hyper it is German. Yes, that's correct. Green slash yellow. I think I put that in the notes. I just forgot and to say lavender. it. I'm just looking. They at need to sell it in the states. Every Gen Zer would buy it. And yeah. millennial. Look at this. It's, just, it's we a would solve drive. the gas crisis mm. if America just. I want to see the front cargo area because what I really like is that that front cargo area. Since there's no engine, it's just gonna be a massive front. Well, I mean, okay, so there's the frame cutaway right there. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that front end's gonna be just a massive front. Probably. I mean, it's gonna have an inverter in it, but still. Well, it maybe not. That'll in probably be in the back. Hyper green and lavender. I'm like, gonna click on this on mute. Yeah, maybe they'll show us the because there's the like frunk. there's not much space um, in the back behind the seats. I just. I just want somebody needs to bring us damn decent range micro EV, preferably with rear wheel drive, on to eat, or the oh, new okay. Fiat 500e, or this. Excuse me. Look at those seats. America needs to get over the I need a big vehicle uh, problem. I think we are because a lot of every single Gen Z millennial that I know that lives in the city like laments owning a car. Yeah, like mm -hmm. they absolutely hate it. I see those. Chevy Volt, or a Bolt, I mean. Uh, yeah. What are those called? Our? No. Yeah, the uh, Our cars, cars, yeah. EV, Our Car. Nah, I know what you're talking You know about. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's rideshare cars all over, and, like, I see those in use constantly. Yeah, and a lot, like, a lot of people, like, because, like, that, that's the thing that, like, be, it's one of those segments that, you, since you're not looking for it, you don't hear about it. Right. Like, as an auto executive, but, like. Well, that's point like, like, well, look at the smart car. Look at the Fiat 500. I'm like, you didn't update either of those. And like, they sold they, pretty well. And what they do is they, like, they ask, like, when they do these, like, market research things, they ask, like, college students, like, okay, cool. Yeah. They're in college. They have not lived in the real world. What they should do, ask people that are in their early 20s and live in the inner city what they want. Or not really, like but 26. Like, mid-20s, yeah. that's what I meant Because you say. might have a job that's actually starting to pay you a little bit now, and you can mm -hmm. run your budget that's and maybe say. afford mid, something. Mid-20s lives in the inner city. Yeah. Like, those people are going to tell you what you want. It's going to be something like this, usually. Yeah. Because, like, most of the time... Because this is the thing, is you can rent a van. Correct. And you don't need that every day. I keep you, telling my parents, I'm like, for the once a year you have to move that pontoon to service, rent a car. Like, mm -hmm. you don't need to maintain your GLS 450 three-row crossover for this. That they just had to replace the axle. Well, on. they're going to need to now. I told them that it needs it. I'm like, you're going to take a trip to southwest Florida that's 1,780 miles one way. That axle's going to seize. They are the sort of people that should own, like, an A-class. But, totally like, if the A-class is better. If the A-class is better, they should own it. What kind of car would you sell to your parents? They okay, so they have Dr. Wags and a Model S. They're totally fine with those. Yeah, yeah, they don't need to maintain this big dump truck. I would say a smaller form factor car would be better. Still a sedan, mm -hmm. but like the Model S is huge. Yeah, Model S Larry's is Larry's gonna run it into things because they're old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I think the A class would be a good boy. Because I noticed that my parents do much better with smaller cars. Yeah. yeah, as long as it behaves well on the highway and it's got a good range, I don't think they really care what they're driving. Yeah, and uh, also my mom discovered recently what I've been telling them where her car has a larger interior space than my dad's CX-3. Which is fantastic. Watch that blow their mind, too. I'm like, it no, has. my mom is like, my mom was like, yeah, Jay was having trouble fitting stuff in his uh, big dumb truck. And I'm like, 
Yeah, we. Yeah, told I'm you like, it was I, a I'm like, truck. I told you it had had smaller interior space than the Mazda too, mm-hmm. but Dad just impulse bought this truck when I was out of town, and she goes, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, you should use your car when hauling things because it is." Like one square foot of larger interior space, but it's mm-hmm. more easily accessible. She goes, "That's exactly what his problem was." Is I'm like, "Yeah," because he's got this like weird, like it's a mar- asymmetrical yes. trapezoid, like opening, and you have a square opening. Exactly, it's that rake, yeah, that just screws you. It's yeah. like, like those uh, the GLE coupe and the X4 and the X6. I'm like, you are getting Did none I of the add benefits. This to the notes? Yeah, so like I've not added this to the notes. However, we need to talk about GLE coupes for a second. Okay, sure. Because I'm not, have you heard my theory? Not really theory, but my firmly held belief of GLE owners is that they um, are consistently the most egotistical, I think we talked about narcissist this. jack off owners. I also looped in the X4 owners. Okay, because yep. we we did briefly talk on this, but I do specifically say the GLE. Yeah, because wasn't that the, the good karma the, service yes, bay guy? There's that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the last eight days of my life, <laughs> okay. I've seen two separate. GLE AMGs. Oh, God. One was at Petco, okay. and it was partially obscuring the uh, the accessible parking spot next to it. Like, it was it was enough where it was, like, technically in its lane. Like, I parked next to him, and I could, like, do Pilates outside of my car, between my car and him. And I saw so where he was. the wheelchair wouldn't be able to... Yeah, and it was, like, it was on the passenger side of it, but it's like, dude, like, the guy that's getting that spot's, like, got a handicap tag, like... Nolan, he he's gonna be like not having an easy time parking, and you're just making it worse. Right, and then um, and of course it's gonna be an AMG trim. Yeah, Mercedes. I told you it's AMG yeah, too, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. the biggest dickhead in the world. Which is controversial to the contradictory, I guess, to the X4, which is always the base trim. Yeah, no, this one is like the highest trim level. The more of a dick you are, the basis trim AMG though. It's always a GLE no, 43. It was an S. Oh, it was. Really? Is that GLE 43S? Oh, I would have thought it would have been an... Okay. No, they're okay, all right, dickheads. Right. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> the, higher tri- the higher trim level you get, the more of a dick you are. Because okay. you're spending as much money as you would on an actually good car. Sure. But now you're doing it on the worst possible vehicle that you could ever have. Okay. And so uh, yesterday, on the way back from, um, from Potbelly... Ooh, I love Potbelly. Potbelly's really good. That's really good. On Snelling, there was a guy with a GLE 43, another GLE 43S, and this one was white, the other one was silver. Oh, but, uh, I can't so even buy it two in a color. It's two different people. <sighs> this isn't just the same guy. They sold that a, many of those? This isn't the same guy going around St. Paul being a dickhead. There's multiple <laughs> assholes. Although. <laughs> and the dude, he's going down like Snelling in like heavy traffic with wide open throttle from every stoplight, cutting off school buses. Like slamming on his brakes, like riding people's asses, going Tremendous. like going like fifty-five miles an hour. I'm like, dude, it's snelling and it's a lunch rush. Like, you don't need to do this. You're gonna be fine. You left the you left your office mm-hmm. knowing that this is gonna happen. You're not the only fucking person in the world. Like yeah. you're caught. This in isn't traffic. the first time you've been here at this time. Yeah, and like, well, the thing is, like, I saw the guy on the highway or on the road. And I saw my like, roar passing. Like, this guy drives like a dick. And then like there were some like pedestrians that were like. Everybody else gave them right of way, and you just blast right through the intersection. I'm just like, holy fuck, dude! You have just complete disregard for anybody that's not yourself. Where's a polis when you need it the once? So, they wouldn't do anything as a GLE owner. That's like true. They, the GLE owners are just the absolute fucking capitalist scum in the universe. I hate them. So, and it, X4. 
Yes. No, GLE 43. I will give people the X4s a break compared to them. They're so, just the absolute worst. Okay, so X4s are innocent until proven guilty, but yeah, GLE, no, GLE coops are I, If I see guilty. you driving He literally in, sees one and then starts cussing immediately. And I'm like, I cut people. I will go out of my way to cut people off if I see that they're driving a GLE. I will drive like a dickhead because they they deserve it. I have oh yet to be God. proven otherwise. Okay. All right. Yeah. And once That's fair. is because like I'm sure that there's somebody in the world that like as you said, the lower One the person. trim the yeah. lower the trim level with it yeah. with X four, the worse they are. Yes. GLE owners, they're all worse and they're consistently worse. Well, I the wonder more in like money Europe. They spend. Actually, no, because they probably don't even sell the GLE coupe in Europe because it's the not. dumbest form factor it's that so only Americans stupid. want. Yeah. I hate it so fucking much. Uh, anyway, let's go to a more positive topic. Okay, let's talk about Jana's Lightning McQueen uh, Crocs okay. that she's wearing. So, light up shoes, we can agree, are the best invention pretty much ever to come out of footwear. Yes, yeah, so Jana's got these awesome light up um, uh, Crocs that aren't lighting up right now because. They are. I'm just not touching it, the bottom because they're real dirty. Okay, well. Uh, currently, they're selling on StockX or. $231. So hype beasts have yeah, found out the Lightning McQueen. So if you're a hype beast in Thailand, you can now get a Lightning McQueen car to go with your Lightning McQueen Crocs. And they base them off of Celicas. I was going to say, what headlights are those? This is a Celica, apparently. Okay. So it, oh, it, I don't like... Okay, so if you look at the... Not Lightning McQueen's face, but the car's face with the headlights, yeah. it looks like the Kerchumian... And I hate it. <laughs> the rest of it's fine, but if you just focus on the front bumper, it's awful. However, the thing is, you can now, like, if you wanted to be ultimate hype beast, honey, you can get, get yourself a Celica. Celica. And they don't just do Lightning McQueen. No, they, they do, do the Dynaco. That is yep. Lightning McQueen, but when but he they, you can changed all, his colors. Yes, that is true. You could do that. Ooh, that'd it's be really in, cool. It's, it's a, in, from Cars 3. Yes, you could do gets, the Dynaco. Oh, my God, that'd be great. But as I say, you could also probably get, like, other cars from there. Oh, so that'd be yeah. great. I wanted, if I was going to get a car based off the Cars universe, um, no, I would actually, the dude, um, he's, it's the Buick Regal looking G-body car. It's based I off Cars. Russ, uh, yeah. The Buick Regal from Cars. It's based oh, off of Rusty Wallace's the, uh, um, car. He, he runs the paint shop? No, it's, no, 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 no it's one of the NASCARs. The announcers. Yeah, the, the one of the announcers. Yeah, yeah, the, um, it's, it's the based announcer. off of Rusty Wallace's uh, race, NASCAR. Those are words. Can confirm. You should really watch Carter's Three. I've been told that I should watch it, but oh, this this one's it's the green one. It's not the Rusty Wallace car. God, what is his name? Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real NASCAR driver, though. We have a wild Nolan peanut gallery um, shouting out Dick Trickle. But if you just look up Buick Regal NASCAR cars movie, that like, is a lot of words. Can you distill it? Chick Hicks is the name. Chick Hicks. Ciao. Kerchow. Yeah, that's him. That's the one I would want. I, I want Chick Hicks. Chick Hicks. That's my favorite car. Uh, I'm gonna need it's to open so cool. Like copy. It is image. a dick trickle car. Oh, oh copy image link. Purple, I always buy the color that I think is gonna sell the worst. <laughs> okay, there is the. That's the one I would want. God damn. Ah, oh, it's so rad. Yeah, I love them. It would you would win an award at Radwood with that for sure. Absolutely, I would. Did you talk about the uh, Barth Fiat, uh, uh, the Alpha Four C? No, we're not. We will talk about that next okay. episode. Okay. Don't you worry. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It's a it, it it's is a, a it's a teaser for listening uh, next week. Yeah, it gives them a little uh, appetizer. Maybe to, I should just to like, wet their beak. Maybe we should just remove that from the notes now, so we, like somebody just like is hyped to watch this like Fiat Barth thing. 
It's... I'm always hyped to watch Fiat of Barth things. Anyway, it's, it's legit. Like, don't bump the cord, you imbecile. Right here? That's oh. very loud. Anyway, so let's move on. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let me change to this scene so people don't have to just be blasted in the eyeballs with the and notes. Eric, you really need to watch Cars. Like, it's a rite of passage uh, at this point. Yeah, it's it's like not available on Laserdisc, so I don't get to it. It's okay. literally on Disney+. Plus. This is, I don't even need a link for this one. All right, so the Volkswagen ID4 saga. I'm going to wait to really cover yes. the rest of that until the car has officially been lemoned and Scott's here to tell us about it. But he bought a replacement vehicle. He's on his third EV daily driver. That doesn't work. No, the, the new one's working just fine so far, and it's a used JLR product. Mm hmm. So far, so far, it's working great. Yep. Yeah. Did I mention it's a launch I edition car? I love Jaguar so much. They're very great. The, and there's many things. There's many things that Jaguar R is. R? Jaguar R? There's many things is it a that seal Jaguar company? is. Yes. There's many things that it is, and none of them are reliable. Well, yeah, we'll see. But like most of the the EV one, you <laughs> Even see. Even when I say a Jaguar well, so is we're reliable, mentioning it's an EV. Yeah. Oh, it's an I-Pace. Oh, it's also Ipace. known as an Ipace. It's an Ipace. Mm. Ipace. It is this color. That's not the exact car, but that's the exact spec. So I it's a bright orange 2019 Ipace. I appreciate that in Forza. Uh, it's gorgeous. In Forza, it's such a good-looking vehicle. In Forza Horizon Five, you can get both the Ipace and the Fapace. Fapace. As well, which that's, is my, like one of my favorite things. Because what about the Ipace? Because they have an E-Pace as well. Like a letter E-Pace. Oh, that, sorry, that's the one I meant. So Not I-Pace? It's e, which one's the well, electric one? I-Pace, oh. but we call it an Ipache. Yeah, Ipache. And then what's the... Uh, there's, a, there's an I, E, and F-Pace. <laughs> what's the E? I don't know. But it's what this is loosely based on. I, that's the one that you can get Jaguar the game, and you can get the gasser as well. So here's an E-Pace. What is so special? What's the E-Pace? Is it hybrid? I don't know. It must be hybrid. It's junk. But anyway... You can get the Fapache, so, which here's is... Here's the world's tiniest photo of an E-Pace. Anyway, yeah, so you mm. can get the Fapache, which is, like, actually really good for off-road racing in the game, apparently. Mm. So, like, it just kicks ass at cross-country, and then you can get the E-Pache, which is impossible to drive, yeah. because you can't tell how fast you're going, because it's a video game, and you have no noises. Sensation of speed? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All you have is tire squeal. And then your tire school happens when you've lost traction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go into a corner. There's no progressive breakaway. Entirely in too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. And then you end up just going straight I for mean, the rest fine. of your life. It's <laughs> just fine. forever. It just, it's like playing a set of Corsa with a mod car. You just fly through the ground and then you're there done. There isn't a set of Corsa <laughs> mod to have a civil chair. Don't tell me that. Because no. that's all I play on my I saw a um, TikTok of a man playing it. And <laughs> it was a... It, it was a race car driver on a swivel chair going faster than an SX around the Nürburgring. I kind of want that mod now. Yeah, I know, right? I'm, you get I'm, that versus your rocket bus and have a fucking oh, party. The drift bus is so much fun. Or my favorite, which is just a normal Peugeot 504. That one's good, too. I, it's I, just a normal car. I get it automatic, even. So I have fully normal car mode on. Hmm. I am, one of my favorite cars to drive, just when I'm sitting down to play that game, is a uh, Mercedes-Benz. 6.3, like the old yeah. 6.3, the 280 SE. Yeah, it's just a good car. It's just, it's just good. Yeah, it's just good. I like playing um, little, like beaming drives, and then I just take the Crown Vic, and I just drive it. Just go for a drive. Go for a drive. That's what I do. I just drive my Crown Vic. Anyway, so Scott found this in <laughs> Las Vegas, and you drove it all the way back to Minnesota over the course of three days. This is good. Um, the main reason I want to bring this up is it, it's fine so far. We'll bring up any issues it has, but... It was really cold, so the heat pump was actually useful, and 
oh boy, does the charging infrastructure network need work. So mm -hmm. they are mm -hmm. spread just fine. There's always one within range of where you need to yes. go next. But the amount of time, like half to three quarters of the actual units were broken or there was somebody mm -hmm. just EV holding it plugged in with a car that was full or near full mm -hmm. that didn't really need the charge apparently was pretty common. So that's what turned the two-day trip into a three-day trip. Oh. Wow. Yikes. That's... That, that's cursed. They old that and driving through the mountains in the dark. He's like, yeah, that wasn't great, great. But no, this thing, I'm excited to trade vehicles with him for a day or something just to give this a proper shakedown. But I'm excited. We should take that out for getting pierogies or something. We should. Um, but he's going to order lowering links for it in the spring because these, they're like lifted wagons. I mean, they're just, they're Yeah, that looked really good, Lord. That's that's the plan. So I'm not mad about those. Like, that's a good Jaguar. So he was between the... So Ionic five he owns a Jaguar now. And this. Mm. And originally I was like, yeah, get the Ionic five. That's I, good. I feel like then the tax credit went away. I'm like, no, don't do that. The uh, F pace or sorry, the Epache is like ten grand cheaper and it's a better car, probably. Yeah. Well also it's a Jaguar, so it's it's, it's more so interesting. Pretty. It's so he unique. got that color. Yeah, it's it looks I just know. like I hope that this like spawns a whole Jaguar moment for Scott and then mm. he just starts like Jagging it he up. He did send me a link to an XF Sport Brake this week. Very good. <laughs> yes, he's just start jagging it off. No, 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 because he needs manual. No, but he needs yeah. jag. He needs, he jag. needs an F-Type. He needs jag. F-T-Pay? An F-T-Pay with a six-cylinder built into the block of an eight-cylinder. Yeah, yeah, but at least with the six-cylinder, you can get the manual. So. Well, that's good. I didn't know but, they made the manual. Well, well they, they did. You, and for the first two years, you couldn't get a manual at all until uh, our goddamn country finally is like, we're not buying your shit anymore until you give us a stick. And Jag's like, fine. <laughs> Take so, it. Or get an XJR100, which has Rimbo brakes and BBS wheels. And no manual. Yeah. But has a wool carpet. And Lucas Electrics? No. No. It's no, a, it's a Porsche era. Hmm. Ford era. It's good. Motorcraft? Yeah. It's it, only problem is timing chance. So, so anyway, I want to get him a license plate for I have Lucas. some news to end the episode Let's do on. It. I'm going to be inheriting my grandpa's Lexus finally. What variety of Lexus is it? <gasps> um. I what, got a vanity plate. It's a Lex it's a yes tank? of sorts. Oh, what a Camry. It, uh, yeah, the yeses are still better than Camry. I'm not it's actually, it's called a Camry Vista. Oh, it is. Oh, nice. That's a, oh, that is a 2GR in it. Yes, mm -hmm. it's actually a very good vehicle. Yes, 350s are it's good. It's beige. It's great. It's definitely Jewish a racing card. gold. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I got a, I got a uh, vanity plate for Scott. Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. Lucas Electrical. Oh my god. Oh. I will say, this does not have the factory option giant cat decal on the side. I kind of want to buy him that for. Yep. Oh, no. Nope. So he needs that. He is. It needs the a leaper hood ornament. Uh, yeah. No, it doesn't need that. No. But the the, these, a lot of these graphic. came with the this, leaper graphic on the side. Needs, yeah, it needs a body side leaper. Oh, yeah. that'd be legit. Maybe um, I'll talk to Tent Pros. Like, so, Lexus, what year is it? Uh, 08 ish. All you I mean, need to I was know, in high school. It's a 2GR. <laughs> it's not the melty one. It's the much more chiseled looking yes. one. Yeah, I okay. will send pictures. Um, nice. You found the ditching will, the Sienna then? I will probably no. have okay. to give mm. away my Sienna. We're, we're hoping not to. I'm hoping I don't have to get rid of Bandit, but... Well, you're going to have to get rid of something. You guys no. must be out of space. Yes. It'd be the Cressida. Oh. No. Well, that's a bummer. No, not really. Fine. Uh, the Cressida's greatly appreciated since I bought it. I bought it for $1,000 the last and sold on Brand Trailer for 8 in almost the exact same condition as mine. Well, it is in nice condition. Yes. So, I just think about getting rid of the Cressida because it's more of a fucking liability than anything. I don't want to use it ever. Fine. I haven't um, seen it in the light of I day. I know. Before. I had to... Re I, had, I had to... 
uh, when I put the transmission back in, the torque converter kinked itself over before I had it tightened up. And then, I remember that yeah. there were some issues there. Yeah. 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 And I've just been so lazy. I've been very lazy. You about lose motivation it. when yeah. a project kicks you in the ass that hard. Yeah. I'm just so like, when like the prospects deep. of mm. potentially getting the Lexus came up, we were like, uh, I told Ryan, I was like, I kind of want garage space for it. So years ago, we were like, if I get the Lexus, then the Cressida is going to go. Um, they serve the same purpose, too. Yep. Yeah. It's just large twin One is sedan. just way faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have fun with 300 horsepower. You're going to kill yourself. It's got the... It's they're they're it's fast. All of Jana's cars are very fast. <laughs> we'll see how that works. Yeah. <laughs> every one of... Actually, once she gets this, every one of Jana's cars will have over 300 horsepower. They're, they're going to be all... 2GR Toyotas wow. are no yeah, joke. Yeah, Jana has no slow cars. She's got her Buick, and she's got this, and they're both really fucking yeah. fast. I don't think so. I own a car over 300. Jeez. I've never owned a car over 200. It took me a long time to own a car over 250 horsepower. But no, everything Gianna owns is very fast. And mm-hmm. the Buick is just a bananas. <laughs> so like, it does. Sienna, it, it, surprisingly. The Buick's got like a posse in it and everything. Like, wow. I'm, it, the, the day that the, uh, the torque, that torque flight, the Dynaflow transmission takes a shit, that's getting a three-speed in it. Well, and it's, it's going to be problematically fast. It's <laughs> so funny, too, because I, dr- I, I'm, I don't drive slow, but I, I don't drive fast. I drive a reasonable speed. So none of my cars go over 100 when I'm driving it. Hmm, that's but they, they get up, they get up to speed in a reasonable time. There's frame. quick and there's fast. Yeah. She quick do, cars. She drives quickly. They're quick yes. cars. And they might be fast cars, too, but that's they irrelevant. They happen to be both, yes. yes. And they're all <laughs> sedans as well, which is really Which fun. I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. So, mm. Well, I mean, if this is a thing. If I'm going to get a car that's, like, sporty, I'm going to probably go for a sedan. If I'm going to get a car that's not sporty, I'm probably going to go for a coupe. No, you go for a wagon or a van. This is my thing. Like, if it's going to be like an Accord, I'm going to get an Accord coupe over a normal sedan mm-hmm. Accord. If it's like something like an ES, I would get that over like a Solara. Or if it's a like a Mercedes like 124, I'm gonna get a 124 sedan versus a coupe. You always buy the sedan. Exactly. It's so, just going to end up being a better car. Usually, but there's some cars where the form factor does it a lot. Accords, Accord coupes really fuck hard. I so. <laughs> Accord coupe is like my favorite vehicle. And I, it's a completely different beast. I love that for you. Also, yeah. Camry coupe. I would take a Camry coupe over a normal Camry because the Camry coupe has a stiffer it's chassis. It's super rare. I just don't like it. I know. I know that you have yeah. a thing against coupes, but I the do. Camry coupe. The Camry coupe. I own a lot of them. Literally, like it. it was a homologation vehicle. No, I understand. Like the ninety four. It's got a much Camry stiffer. Coupe it's got like, a much stiffer chassis. It's a really interesting vehicle. I haven't seen one forever. After nannying, coupes are like yeah great. for kids. Yeah, coupes yeah. are actually it, it's a noticeable. Until they difference. get to a toddler. My and ex they get hated too coupes heavy. for nannying. She's like, I need a four door. No, because the the. If you have a coupe, you especially like with Janet like having anxiety, she doesn't have to worry when she's driving to make sure she turns on the child lock. Oh, when they're in. They're if you have in. a back that's exactly. in good condition, I could see that. Oh, yeah. yeah once so the, the thing, once yeah. they reach like 45 pounds. Which then, they will. Yeah. But no. yeah, it, it, well, there's also and the. And they can't get in by themselves. Yeah. But, but, or like with your brother. Yeah. Or your brother. Well, in America, that's like a 13 month old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, coupes have, have their place. But, um, yeah, no, for actually fast cars, I'll take a sedan because Camry flash. Oh, yeah, a beige ES. You could you could do the cannonball I'm, in that uh, thing. You'd never I'm, get pulled over. I'm excited to have the Lexus because it's one I've wanted it forever. Just don't put a garden hose in the engine. I, I won't. Okay, great. 
I, I've already I promised the Jiffy back. Lube yeah, yeah, tech yeah. that I wouldn't, so... Have you guys seen that meme photo going around where the picture's worth a thousand words, and it's a Google Maps uh, satellite view of a Jiffy Lube, and it's got, on the exit, there's a huge line of oil, and then it goes oh. right to the front and then parks into a space, and then it stops. <laughs> there's just, oh, like, that. a huge black line of oh, oil no. right at the end of a Jiffy Lube. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Did you see my photo I uploaded to the community uh, last yes. week of the real life meme that I got to see. It's mm-hmm. pronounced Meme. We were um at this Those are like, Meme's kids? No. We Shut were up, Nolan. at this Sorry, 90s um, reference. Boomer. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not like this like nineties. One like this like one we're at this like one dollar car wash in West St. Paul. Oh yes. And this was I got to see this dude literally Oh yeah, the interior uh dude was cleaning. hosing his interior off oh, with soap and water. Sir. And I like I stopped Ryan him like dude, I'm like I'm like dude, you really don't want to do that. He goes, "Why?" I'm like, "Cuz it causes electrical problems." He goes, I've done this before. And I'm like, "Cool, got to go." Oh boy. He goes, "What? It's fine." I'm like, "No, it's not. You're going dry, to dry you, cleaning only. On you will inside. be having electrical problems." Oh. Like I, I explained to him how electrical circuits work and like you're shorting everything out back here. And he was like, like magnets. How do they he work? Kept doing yeah, this is something. Yeah. Luckily, it's it was and a Santa Fe. And then there was a Santa Fe. Yeah, and then there's oh, this no. woman who was running around yelling at everyone, trying to find an employee at a self-service car wash. I wish her the best of luck. And then she stole somebody's money out of the machine after he used the like change machine. He st- she stole the change and then drove away. A wild Karen appears. It and was, then vanishes just as quickly as she arrived. It, yeah, no, and then she was like, Yikes. like I was like waiting like for a, a really long time for this car wash. Mm-hmm. And then she like pulls in next to me, and like the guy that was washing inside of his car decided he was done. I asked her, like, hey, it, can I just pull over there? I've been like waiting for like 10 minutes. And she's like, I've got diabetes. And I'm like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's great. So, I don't, like you could have said no. Thoughts on my request? <laughs> no, never mind, lady. I don't care. Call, you should have just said call Liberty and walked away. Yeah, exactly. It was oh my the God. most bizarre experience ever. I, I everybody this was person in my like, mind. Everybody eye. was just absolutely feral there. <laughs> we, we didn't realize it was half price Tuesday. Spicy. <laughs> like my car just needed to get cleaned because uh, so birds decided to poop on it, and we didn't realize it was half price Tuesday. It, it was it, like there's a amount of bird poop on her windshield that it was obscuring your view. Oh my god! So like it needed to get washed. It was like after using all of her washer sprayer, so like it literally needed. To <laughs> but anyway, I'm that bird poop in the episode. So thanks for listening. Next Bye. Week guy. Bye.